it's Thursday. Let's get off the rails. You know what I'm doing? Uh, on your phone. Yeah, I'm setting an alarm. You know why? Why? Stuff. Uh, I got stuff to do. Well, that was quite the story. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Matthew Azrielli. Do you know who that is? Nope. You've heard me mention that name. He started a little online magazine called Post Millennial. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. I don't know. Made a trillion dollars. Just a trillion. He, he's the reason Andy No exists, right? Because <laughs> he, he started all those guys and yeah. got them out there. Wow. And so, uh, anyway, he, he backed away from that whole deal, sold his share out, and and uh, I might be telling tales out of turn here, but he started a uh, a record label, Nashville. Wow. So, anyway, we've been talking. We've been talking about uh, maybe doing some projects together. Whoa. And, uh, cause it, and it's it's called Based Records, B-A-S-T-E, but Based. Yeah, I love that. Instead of B-A-S-E-D, Based Records. Uh, and it's it's music that is is anti woke, mm-hmm. and it's not afraid of cancel. It's not, and it's and it's getting the right movers and shakers behind it that you can get. You know, artists, musicians can go out there and do the stuff without fear of the whole thing. So, like, I was on the I was on the phone last week with him and Chris Wallen. Chris Wallen wrote, you know, "Don't Blink" for Kenny Chesney, and yeah. he wrote, uh, um. You know, something to be proud of for Montgomery Gentry and, and you know, people loving people for Garth Brooks. He's a songwriter. Mm-hmm. He's been quite successful in it. I was talking to him last week, and and those guys are like, you know, when Aaron Lewis wrote Am I the Only One, he had two songs. Actually, Chris wrote one song, and they had written Am I the Only One, and they were trying to choose between those two songs. And our good friend um, um, Ira Dean, who produced that thing, he told, because Aaron said, if I do this song, Am I the Only One? Uh, and again, when when Aaron was with Stained, he had he sold eighty million records. Yeah. He said, "If I do this, this is the nail in the coffin for my career, right? Am I the only one's going to be the nail in the coffin for my career? Like they'll shut me down, they never play me. It'll be it. It outsold everything he ever did with Stained. Wow, that one single. Wow. I mean, that's how big. So that's why when people sit there and they look back and they go, "Oh, Hollywood's in control, or we don't have any." ability to go out there no 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 there's just like when luke bryan brought ron desantis yeah. out on stage you want to cancel luke bryan that place went nuts yep. so forget the re-re's let's go out there and make real music real comedy real art daily mm-hmm. wire's been doing that with cinema mm-hmm. let's go out there and, and make real films let's go out and matthew marsden's been doing it mm-hmm. you know let's go out there and do this thing i'm going to be in a film with matthew Marston. you are you're going to be in one of the movies mm-hmm. all right I'm excited. I am going to be a, uh, a like a PTA mom that's pissed off about all of these mandates on my kids at a school board meeting. So basically, I'm not acting <laughs> You're at all. Playing yourself. I'm just playing myself. Mm. It's Thursday. Let's have some tequila. Okay. But no. So anyway, I've got a call, another call this afternoon with Matt and uh, and that's uh, exciting. Chris and those guys. And we'll so we'll see. That. You know, look, we put music out. We have fun with it, right? But the, but we have fun with it because that's our our label is is you know that's our branding is to go out there and sing fun funny songs and can you reach it? I got it. Well, I think that that's why. But there's also love room you. to do some serious stuff as well. That that you know I'll always be me. Don't right. get me wrong. But to yeah, put don't some, sell out. To put some, don't worry. <laughs> but to put some things you know to put some stuff out there that has actual money and backing behind it that they that that it gets a more mainstream. At least a look, right, mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, I tell you what, if you've ever done anything as an independent artist or touring comedian, all those things, it's a lot of work. Get yourself yeah. up and down the road. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, tomorrow night I will be in Greensboro, North Carolina. 
Comedy Zone next week. I'm in Quincy. Are you burping? Illinois. Yeah, it was a burp. Quincy, <laughs> Illinois. And um, I'm old, Sarah. And uh, then I'm somewhere after that. I don't know. I know that I've got uh, a Tumble, Iowa coming up December 3rd. Wow. Uh, yeah. Ah, every time I'm on the show and you start giving dates in the near future and I'm like, we are almost to January of 2023 Crazy. and that is weird. Crazy. I'm already like, I always run ads just a few weeks out before I go to these to these venues and got I'm it. like, I'm like, you know, oh, we got plenty of time. No, it's there. It's there. Um, I mean, I got Greenville, South Carolina coming up at the Comedy Zone there. We've got Arlington Music Hall. If you haven't got tickets... Casey's going crazy, the buyer, the promoter for that thing. He's like, when are we going to sell some tickets? I'm like, I have not promoted it yet. There's no point. People just don't buy early anymore. Yeah. They don't. That's the thing. I heard somebody say um, a long time ago, that they said, you know, when black comedians go out to a black audience, like they get dressed up, mm -hmm. they got their suits on, it's like they're going to church. You know, mm -hmm. they got them tickets well in advance. <laughs> they, they planned a night out, got a hat on. Yeah. Uh, Hispanic audiences for a Hispanic comedian. I, I hear my buddy Steve Trevino talk about it all the time. It's like, they're going to show up in mass, but they ain't going to buy them tickets till the last minute. <laughs> white people got privilege. So you got a white audience. Well, it might be a pretty day out. And we got tickets to the show, but man, we can get the boat out and take it. Right, you know, they right. can just piss those tickets away. All that's changed, though, because, you know, our ticket prices have remained basically the same to come to a show, but people wait till the very last minute. Mm -hmm. You know, last week in Everett, I mean, God, we had 100 people by last minute. I could so. not. I would not be able to fulfill that position. What, Casey? Casey. I, that would be way too much stress for me. I it's can't, a lot of I'm stress. A, I'm a planner. I can't, yeah, I can't well, wait until the last I minute. I mean, because you, you put your money in to, to get the venue yeah. and all these things. You know what I'm saying? And, and you so have you no idea if it's going to pay off until money the last up. minute. See, that's nope. the thing. People think people are like, oh, you need to come to my town. Why don't you come to my town? Well, you got to have somebody have us come to their town. Right. We can't just come knock on the door. No? Uh, no, you can't because there's a, there's you got to pay unions and you got to pay security and you got to pay concessions and you got to pay alcohol. You got to mm -hmm. all these things go into putting on these shows. You got to pay sound guys and lighting guys. And we got to bring our crew. And, you know, there's buyers, there's advertisers, there's vendors. There's all this stuff that goes into this deal. And mm -hmm. so these guys put a lot of money up in the hopes that guys like me could sell a ticket. And if I don't, guess what? They ain't having me back. You ain't coming back. They ain't having me back. <laughs> so please, uh, get behind these, these folks, man. Go out. I, I, you know, if you can, go support live music. Go su support live comedy. And maybe that's not your thing, but make it your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think if they're watching this program, that's probably but listen, thing. They, listen, the deal is they shut us down. Now, this week, this, this article in The Atlantic came out. <sighs> this thing came out. Where the author said, can we just have amnesty? Said it's time for us to, to release some forgiveness towards one another over the things that we didn't know. Oh. Oh. Um, we didn't know. Okay. There's just things we didn't Oh, no, we did know, and we said it. Right. You said it, I said it, we've been saying it. Yeah, they tried to deplatform us for saying it. I said, I did a video, and I'm going to be fair, I'll call myself out. I did a video at the beginning of before all the lockdowns and shutdowns when we just saw the images coming out of China. Yeah, people dropping dead. And I kept telling people, I was like, look, whatever this is, we don't know what it is, but it's coming. You, you Take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. At least for now, stop licking ice cream at the grocery store mm -hmm. and put it back in a mm -hmm. deal. Quit licking toilets and quit having your... And I would say that's all good advice. Just but they were having speaking. COVID parties and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's like, hey, you might be dealing with something here that ain't the same. Mm -hmm. I made that video. People like to throw it in my face. Uh, listen, 
err on the side of caution. But once it started coming along, it wasn't that, because I never doubted that COVID was a very unique thing and a very serious thing. Never said it wasn't. Yeah. The draconian measures they used to try to control it, I called out from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. I was all for people taking care of themselves and being safe. I was all for that. You know, being germ conscious, washing your hands, doing those kind of things. Masking children? No. Shutting down schools? No. Shutting down, making it where you can't go to a wedding or a funeral or a nursing home and you having to watch your grandparents die on FaceTime. Um, it, never getting to say goodbye to your, to your grandparents or parents. Um, you know, Sydney Watson, yeah. she hadn't been home in three years. She's well, in Australia right now. Yep. She's She hadn't been home in three years. She couldn't go home. And she's pure-blooded. So they definitely made her jump through the hoops even now just to go. You know, they shut Canada down. You had the trucker convoy. I mean, all this different stuff. People lost their jobs. It plunged us in the worst economy since the Great Depression. 10,000 businesses closed down here in the state of Texas. It and they want us just to forgive all that. Absolutely not. I, Hell it, no. It is unforgivable what they did to our society, to our children, to our economy. It all could have been avoided. And I was, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate for a second here, Chad. I didn't, I was like from the beginning, guys, it's a bad flu. Because hear me out, I understand how many people died, but guess what? The health officials, the CDC, the doctors, all of these people on purpose did not give your loved ones who died from this early treatment. They sent people home and said, come to the hospital when you can't freaking breathe and we're not going to give you hydroxychloroquine. We're not going to give you ivermectin. Right. We're not going to give you these things that might help. We're going to wait because we want to push a vaccine at the end of it. So, yeah, I understand that more people died, but you have people like Anthony Fauci, our health officials now coming out and saying what some of us said from the freaking beginning, which was this is a bad flu. Calm the F down. Yeah. And treat it accordingly. Right. Properly, individually and uniquely. But yes. they didn't do that. They gave cookie cutter medical advice. They did all that stuff. And again, you see the images of people getting maced, people, uh, pastors getting arrested, um, you know, again, kids taken away, all of these various things that were happening. And you're right. They were pushing it towards big pharma and a vaccine. They wanted, they needed, this is why I agree with Steve Dace when he talks about this is, this is a modern day Nuremberg yes. trial yes. is necessary because uh, they killed people. They killed people. Their inaction killed people. And, and they did they it on want, purpose. They wanted to drive a mortality rate higher. Yes. So Correct. then they could push the vaccine. Correct. Correct. You, I mean, think of this, Chad. When else have you heard of governors, actual governors in states, telling doctors they were not allowed to use certain medications to treat an illness that they thought would right. help? Right. It's never happened. They're, they're, they're taking away doctors' medical licenses for saying masks don't work. Uh, look at I mean, This is unprecedented stuff. It's still happening right now. Yes. Uh, you know, our, our Peter, Peter McCullough just got his stripped mm -hmm. the other day. You, yeah, you, yeah. You want you want amnesty? You want us to forgive you? Yeah, F you. Yeah, it's time to forgive us. Forgive us for what uh, we didn't know. Kiss our ass. We were telling you what you yeah. didn't know. Yeah, we were literally telling you. Me and now and now at the end of the day, we were right and right. you were wrong. Right. And we what, suffered because of it. Correct. And it's like me, little old me, right? You, who, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. And still, I was able to gather all of these reasonable yeah. facts that ended up being correct. Well, and common sense. But it just goes you so, so it goes so far to show you how people just, just lap it up when the media mm -hmm. puts it out there. Mm -hmm. When the government puts it out the there, government. when the media puts it out there, it's like, bup, yep. bup, bup, the CDC puts it out there. Bup, 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 yep. Bup. Yep. In fact, I was having dinner the other night and I was sitting around a, a table with people and uh, missing carbs. And I was, uh, <laughs> and, and, 
you know, somebody made a point about some things I've said in the past and about the, the vaccine and uh, the uh, somebody at the table that I know kind of giggled. So he said, well, you know, I'm vaccinated. I said, fine. And said, well, you know, don't you think you overreacted to that? I said, absolutely uh, not. No. And that's all I said. I wasn't talking. Other people were talking for me. And so various people started going around the table and started mentioning things that happened to their family members with seizures. Mm-hmm. This girl says, uh, I started having seizures mm-hmm. after I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, are you still giggling? Are you still giggling? I was like, look, I have no problem with the fact you went and got it. Right. You chose that. And I want you to have that choice. But I also think that it's appropriate that the pharmaceutical companies give you informed consent. You actually have the study results. You actually have the data. They didn't have the data because you were the data. And you know what pisses me off? I was sitting there watching TV the other night and they did a vaccine commercial. And at the end of it, they didn't give the side effects. Really? They did not list the side effects. I thought they were supposed to. That's illegal. Legally, you're supposed to. I'm sitting there watching it and I go, I can't believe what I just saw. No They ran a Moderna ad and then did not list the side effects at the end. We need to look into that. Yeah. How are they how are they able to get past that? No other vaccine or no other pharmaceutical drug can do that. That's right. But that ought to tell you right there. No. No amnesty. That 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 ought to tell you. That it's an agenda. It's an agenda. It's just like somebody saying to me, said, Oh, don't you know the person that attacked Paul Pelosi? He said all these things. He said, all, According to who he said all these things? Yeah. Uh, the media? Right. The media is telling you that? I said, You need to stop reading what the media is saying and start paying attention to what the media is not saying. Right. And that applies. I don't care if it's an attacker in Paul Pelosi's house or the, the stupid COVID. Well, also, I mean, because you mentioned it's it's two pronged, right? The media and all of the government agencies, the alphabet yeah. agencies in the government. Oh, okay, so you're going to trust the same government agency who uh, has has told you that this food pyramid for so many years was the way to live, the way to be, and look at what what is the obesity rate here in America? Yeah. You're going to trust that same agency to right. tell you what's healthy, what's not, yeah. what's scientific, what's not. Okay. Well, I play. I played the clip the other day of uh, Chuck Todd when he was finger wagging, talking about you know how do you sleep at night if you're not going out and getting vaccinated and this kind of stuff. And I put it on there, and somebody commented on there, and they showed a little graph, and they said, "Well, um, actually, he's right because the it came down, the mortality rate came down." I said, "You're not showing all of the the data Correct. here. The other factors. You're not showing yep. the other factors yep. that came into any of this yep. stuff. Yep, that everyone had gotten it." And we all had immunity. You're not showing comorbidities. You're not showing obesities. You're not showing people who didn't report having COVID. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people who had COVID and didn't Mm -hmm. go tell anybody. Mm -hmm. So your dad is screwed. What are we talking about? I hate these people. I hate Um, these people. Well, there'll be no amnesty. No. We're we're going to shame you. Yes. And we're going to continue to remind you that you were wrong. And we were right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know two out of three guys they experience hair loss before they're thirty-five? Um, don't gamble with your hair. Uh, flip the odds in your favor and save your hair with Keeps. Keeps has clinically proven, FDA-approved hair loss treatments available online. And if you want to prevent hair loss or stimulate the hair growth or take better care of the hair you have, your Keeps medical provider will help you find the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. It's easy. No waiting rooms or pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy. Half the cost, folks. And if you have questions, you can message your Keeps provider 24-7. If you're ready to take action, join thousands of guys who have saved their hair with Keeps. Visit Keeps.com slash loss, 50% off. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com. Keeps.com slash loss. We'll be right back. 
I mean, I've been I've been screwed too many times. You know what I'm talking about? Sarah Wait, Gonzalez. which kind of screw are we talking about? All the kinds. <laughs> All the kinds. Um, let's see if uh, Beto O'Rourke knows how to obey the law when it comes to campaigning. He doesn't, actually. Yeah. You got that clip, boys? Literally. What they are. So, again, this is your Democrat Party right here in front of the city of San Juan Memorial Library. And it is completely illegal what they even here. Yo, you want to take pictures? Come here. No, 100%. You're going to have to The mayor needs to learn math. That's what he needs to do. There's, there's a red line right over there. You cannot have people cross that. It's Lawlessness, I tell you. Here's the thing. If you go to those polling locations, there is a red line painted out there. He did it to the one that I went to as well. There's a red line painted out there. Mm -hmm. You cannot. Trust me, I in the primaries, I went to the polling places Mm -hmm. on election days. Mm -hmm. I can't cross that line. Mm -hmm. I'm a candidate. I can't cross that line unless I'm going in there to vote. But I I can't cross that line. You can't cross that line. He's standing on the damn steps. Yes. Again, like this is what he's doing literally all over the state of Texas. It's anarchy, man. I saw it myself in Fort Worth. And will there be any repercussions? No. No. They're wrong. You got to put the Texas Ethics Commission. I mean, why why do they exist? What's the the point of the rule if they're not going to enforce it? If he has, let's say for a second, let's just say he's not winning as long as you guys go out and vote. Right. But let's say for a second that he won. Yeah. Would they? Would this? Would this somehow be adjudicated right. later on? Would he somehow have? Would Would he have to give up his title of governor? Like uh, it, nothing would happen to him, which is why he's a evil person. But he's smart enough to know what are they going to do? I'm just going to do it until someone comes and forces me to not. Yeah, bastards. All right. Um, Biden has this to say about the oil companies. Play it. Oil companies. Record profits today are not because they're doing something new or innovative. Mm. Their profits are a windfall of war, a windfall from the brutal conflict that's ravaging Ukraine Uh and hurting tens of millions of people around the globe. Mm. You know, at a time of war, any company receiving historic windfall profits like this has a responsibility to act beyond their narrow self-interest of its executives and shareholders. I think they have a responsibility to act in the interest of their consumers, their community, and their country. No, you know what he's going to do? You know what he's going to do? Tax the shit. Uh-huh. Just tax the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the, the, the last statement that he made. I think they have a responsibility to act, you know, for the consumers and their country and all. Yeah, I think you also have a duty <laughs> to act, Joe. I think you're, you, of all people, have the most duty to act uh, for your country, for your citizens, for all of these people. And you know what? You keep not doing that. Don't you love it when big government reaches into private enterprise and industry and says, okay, you, you, need to have, you have a responsibility yeah, yeah. to the American people. Your patriotic <laughs> duty. No, they actually don't. No. I mean, they, they, you've got them regulated to death. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, mm-hmm. they meet those regulations. They produce a product. You buy it from them. Uh, we buy it from you, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that's their responsibility. After that, you're starting to sound real freaking communist, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? So go eat your pudding and go back to bed, Grandpa. Yeah. Have you ever been to Wakanda? No. That's not I don't a real know if place. we're welcome. I don't know if we're welcome there. <laughs> Is it real? No. I, I, I want. I think white people should go to Wakanda. Okay. And just see how they relate. Because I don't think we'd be welcome. The difference is. I don't think so. Difference is they will kill you. <laughs> uh, like with some real 
black cat voodoo magic. Yeah. Whatever they do in Wakanda, because them people are stealthy. <laughs> um, uh, can you play that clip, please? This message is to all our would-be accomplices and white allies. This message is to all the white people who have BLM in their bio. If you really want to prove to black people that you love us and you care about us and you are down for the cause, do not go see that movie opening weekend. You buy your ticket, you give it to a black person or a black family who can't afford to go. And then you go sit at that theater in front of the doors. You make sure that every black person in that theater can enjoy that movie in peace. You make sure that you use your body to block us from anybody who would be coming in that theater to do us harm. That is your job. You can go see it on another weekend. Go see what? it on the second or third weekend. But the first weekend, that's for us. To do anything other than this is anti-black. Oh, my God. And let me be real clear that I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, I don't give a shit. If you see the movie, I don't care if the movie tanks. I don't care if it makes a billion dollars. I mean, screw them movie makers out there who spend all that money to make you a Wakanda film. Uh, it, it, you know, let's make sure. Yeah, don't don't go see that movie. That's what she's saying. Don't go see that movie. Don't. We don't want all the audiences. We just want black audiences. Makes me want to take my white ass and sit in the front row and look like the one tooth in the mouth of a meth head. You know what I'm talking about? Just one white person right there in the middle of a sea of black. I'll sit there, and I'll talk to the damn movie the whole time. Because you know what? When I went to see Superman 3 when I was a kid, you black folks were in yeah. the theater talking to it the whole damn time! Well, that's why she said, let us see the, the movie in peace, and I'm thinking to myself, Y'all ain't, ain't no, nobody man, gone to a black movie ever, and seen it in I peace. Went to see, I went to see <laughs> Halloween 2, because I used to go to Regency <laughs> Mall in Augusta, Georgia, and if you're from Augusta, Georgia, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And then they're talking about, don't you go in that room! Yeah. Don't you go in that room! He behind that door! That's like 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. The black guy, they work at the TV store. Oh, He's yeah, like, that's right. Bitch, I get out the room! Bitch, get out the room! <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a rat's ass about privileged black folks that live in America. You are blessed mm -hmm. to be in this country. Mm -hmm. No one has oppressed you, lady, with your $400 dreads. Nobody's oppressed you. Nobody's hurt you. Nobody's victimized you. Nobody. You live in America. You have the same opportunity to success as anybody else. But you know what the government did for you? The government incentivized single motherhood. Dad's left the home. And now you have marginalized yourself thanks to big government, big papa on that tit. And I don't feel sorry for you. Not when the Asian community has higher education, higher income, more families that stay together, and success rates with a nuclear family and just careers than any other people. And they're Asians in America. I'm going to be real honest with you, Chad. So I don't care. Um, I, I'm not black, obviously. I am a woman. And I'm fairly confident that the only reason she made that video was because her boobs looked really good that day. <laughs> Put them back Go up. Go look. Put she them has them up. out the whole time. They're just sitting I out. See, I can't. I can't. Move. You yeah, gotta, scroll. You gotta, you scroll got to move that hand. Sh look. Okay. Look. That's the only. Look. As a woman, I you don't go on camera like that and not know that your boobies are hanging out. Yeah, girl. That's that was. She like went. She went. Up, I want to. You I wanna dressed up like a cat this week. I knew your boobies were hanging I, out. I, I I knew they looked good. Yeah. I I, uh, I took three pictures of them and sent them to her. Uh, Wouldn't say they were hanging. Just out. to show her how much clavage was coming out. So she's an attractive woman. Sure, I but see. I'm just saying when you do these videos 
and you have the angle up like this, yeah. you don't you don't not know that your boobs are hanging That's out. That's why I put it up higher in the truck. So you you yeah. can show your cleavage. No, people can see do you the find dog. you get do you find you get more views that way when you show some? I uh, no. Show some um, cleavage. But I don't care. I don't care if you see the movie. I don't care about the movie. No. I don't care if if, if a movie is going to that, that's like putting end racism on the back of a football helmet. I actually just want to seeing a Black Panther movie ain't gonna change a damn thing about your life, your culture, or anything else. Yeah, I'm gonna go in with an air horn now. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin your movie experience. Don't you cross that river? <laughs> he got a spear over there. <laughs> he got a spear. <sighs> he gonna stick you. <laughs> no condom forever. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Oh. That's what I thought they were screaming. No condom forever. I was like, this is a rally I could get behind. <laughs> Only 1% of Hispanics prefer the so-called gender-neutral term mm -hmm. Latinx. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Only 1%. You're Hispanic? Yeah, I, I can't even figure out if it's... They all say it differently. Is it Latinx? Is it Latinx? Is it Latinx, ways. like the president said? I've Nobody likes all. it. Well, this I know is, I like breakfast tacos. It's just another example of... Uh, the, the white left is just white liberals who think that they are better than us and they need to tell us all the ways in which we are oppressed. Yeah. We need to be offended by our own language. Yeah. And they're gonna, they are going to tell us what is better for us because we're stupid brown people. We don't understand. Yeah, y'all weren't, weren't, weren't privy to this government education here in America. Y'all right. didn't have it. Right, right. Were busy climbing over train cars that were blocking the gaps in the fence there in southern Arizona. <laughs> That the federal government has now told them to remove. Yeah, it's it's. They, you know what? I'm I really am hopeful. I'm optimistic that it's going to be a like Hispanics are going to flip to red in record numbers well, this you know, election. Like we were with our good friends the other day, Myra Flores and various mm -hmm. others. We were with them, and 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 it was, you know. You look at Myra and some of these other candidates who are doing what they're doing, especially these these women, you know, Catalina Loff in yeah. Ohio. It's so many of these ones, they don't really want to be doing this thing. No. But they're, they, it's a calling. It's mm -hmm. a conviction for them. Mm -hmm. So I think that translates well in the Hispanic community. I'm sorry, the Latinx. Thank you. You're welcome to 1%. <laughs> so we keep, we keep pandering to the damn 1% of everything. Yep. All right, you've heard me say it, and I want you to do it. When it comes to the liberals in Congress, there's no way they would accept term limits on themselves. Man, I wish. Uh, but they are fighting very hard. They want to impose term limits on Supreme Court justices, and that's very hypocritical. Uh, but, you know, that's always been the case. They don't have a problem with being hypocritical. They do whatever it takes to seize more power, even if it means pur purging the Supreme Court. Now, we don't want to do that. So that what it means is, you know, Supreme Court justice, they get a little bit older and they're like, oh, you know, that you know Samuel Alito, he's passed his time. Or Clarence Thomas, he doesn't say enough on the bench. We don't know what he's thinking, so let's get rid of him. Uh, force him into retirement. And so then what they can do is they can bring around these other RiRi candidates that are progressive as, you know, these Supreme Court justice candidates, and they'll put them in there and those people are just going to rubber stamp everything they want done uh, on the part of the Supreme Court. If you care about the integrity of the Supreme Court and you don't want to see it taken over and purged by political hacks, visit SupremeCoup.com. Sign up. All right? Sign up. A lot of folks already have. I want you to join us. SupremeCoup.com. SupremeCoup.com. We'll be right back. Oh, 
Oh boy, howdy! Uh, that time in the episode where I gotta, I gotta drop some bombs. I love the bomb, actually. I, I've learned to love the bomb, folks. We're going to war. Uh, if you haven't taken the time to do so, otherwise, now would be a good opportunity to start doing whatever exercises are necessary for you to fit your head between your legs so you can kiss your ass goodbye. Maybe kegels. I don't know. Just stretch it out. Some yoga, down dog, whatever. Folks, the threat of nuclear conflict has never truly disappeared since the dawn of the nuclear age. As human beings living in a society, it's become necessary for us psychologically to bury our heads in the sand about the matter, especially since the end of the Cold War, so that we can sleep at night. But But that doesn't really mean, you know, Jack, the day some happy asshole mashes his finger down on the button, does it? Now, mutually assured destruction sounds like the aging phrase from a bygone era, but it's never not been the case ever since opposing factions of mankind started stockpiling what Robert Robert Oppenheimer once called the destroyer of worlds. (coughs) And as I said, the fact that we can't take in such an unbelievably huge reality for very long without getting a headache by no means should suggest that it's not a clear and present danger. Let's see how many... Tom Clancy references I can cram into this. Uh, Now, I can hear what you're asking me. Chad, why? Why? Oh, why are you prophesying doom and gloom from your chair of prophecy today? Well, I'll tell you why. Because even the footloose and fancy-free Biden administration, which ran, if you'll recall, on the idea that maintaining and even building up our nuclear arsenal in the face of an ever-changing geopolitics was a wasteful and stupid idea, even these folks are starting to wake up. The new national defense strategy coming out of the Pentagon suggests that it's going to step right past Biden's pledge that we will only use nuclear warheads to deter or respond to a nuclear attack. Now, the strategy is to deter not only nuclear attack, but also a narrow range of other high consequence strategic level attacks. Now, in case anyone out there is a little slow on the uptake, let me translate that into English. We are now preparing for the possibility of a nuclear first strike. You know, I don't know if old Joe is hung like his son Hunter or not, but I can guarantee you that the man's got a giant pair of brass balls on him. Uh, Pretty sure Joe keeps them in her purse, but nonetheless, he does, you know, he'd trip over them otherwise. But here's the thing, folks. In the hands of a capable, rational administration, I would look at this as a show of force on the world stage at a much needed time for it. This is even something I would have looked at from a Donald Trump as a positive or at least necessary development. We'll leave aside for the moment that the Russian invasion of Ukraine probably would have, you know, probably would not have happened if Trump was president. But if it had, this would have been a signal of American strength to Russia as well as China and the rest of the world. And God willing, that's what it'll read as to the world today. It would be good for the world to not assume that the United States is dicking around when it comes to armed conflict and that to hit us is to waken the proverbial sleeping giant yet again. But when the head of your government is literally sleeping half the time, it could also come off as reactionary and disorganized, which is how I read it. Now, it seems clear that while the Biden administration is aware that we might all be turned into radioactive piles of glass and ash one of these days in the not-too-distant future, they are nevertheless flailing in their attempts to respond. Now, maybe I'm just cynical, but you go back through the Biden presidency thus far and point me to an instance in, where, in which you know foreign policy where he or the administration have done a bang-up job. I, I'll wait because it doesn't exist. So are we headed for nuclear war? Man, you know, I mean, I certainly hope not. I got a bug out bag. I'm ready to hit the road and become a cannibalistic warlord if I have to go to Wakanda. I don't know what's up, but I'd rather just keep on being a funny cowboy if the choice is up to me. I don't want to be like Sarah Connor, Connor in Terminator, no. clinging to the chain link fence while the skin melts off of her body. Man, it would take two blasts to get all this meat off of me. 
Just two? It's a lot of meat. <laughs> it's a lot of meat. I am hung like Hunter Biden. The, uh, <laughs> boy, howdy. Not quite. Anyway. I, <clears throat> I was oh. just trying to hold in a cough the whole I, time. I know. You're dying over there. I was hurrying. <laughs> I was trying to talk as fast as I could. My eyes were watering. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you, could let it out. You, could, you could cough freely. Spread my, spread my COVID germs everywhere. Expectorate. I need some more of this, though. Spread my... Oh, i got to drive three hours later. Let me drink. <laughs> the um, um, People hate me. They really do. You want some of that? I mean, sure. I want to know, what are we going to talk about on overtime this week? I oh, wanna, gosh. I want to dig a little more back into that Ashley Biden diary. We didn't get oh, into it. Oh, yeah. But we got some goodies there and, and, and those kind of things. And talk about why it's relevant. You know, we talked last week about Hunter and, and why that matters. Because, again, this is the guy who has the access to this, this nuclear arsenal that we have in America. He's the one who's going to determine our defense posture when it comes to, not Hunter, but his dad. Yeah. This all runs into family. Well, right. People are like, well, you can't, you can't hold it against Joe that his son's a screw-up. It's like, no, it goes way deeper than that. What have we been talking about all this week? Well, yeah. You, you, that's exactly what you got to do. It's exactly yeah. what you got to do. You know, the Bible talks about you can't even be an elder in the church if you got unruly kids. You know, I mean, it talks about that's one of the qualifications for being elder in the church is because if you can't govern your own house, right, right. how are you going to govern the house of God? Well, now you can be gay and be a pastor. Yeah, yeah they so. just throw it all out. <laughs> throw it all out. They don't like those things that make demands. But yeah, blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. And um, we got some stuff coming up, man. We got everybody coming into town. Yes. We got uh, Steve Dace. We've got um, Dave Rubin. Mm-hmm. And then we've got... Um, well, Allie's already here. Mm-hmm. What's coming to town? Is Megan Kelly coming? I think she's going to pop in. I'm told she's going to be a part of our coverage. I still yeah. want to find out, is she going to be in town? Oh, Do I need to not. like bring surely something not. for her to sign? Surely I don't know. Not. I'm going to be like, look, let's just go ahead and fulfill this prophecy. You and me, Megan. I mean, we're supposed to be together. <laughs> we're supposed to be together anyway. You know this. That's a beautiful um, woman right there. Not bad. Dave Rubin actually said that that is one woman that could turn him from being gay that's a beautiful man right there that's a beautiful man that's one man that can make me gay <laughs> see how i took that all the way around full circle you know i you when you know dave and you watch dave and you're a woman and you're like god what a waste <laughs> what a waste of a perfectly beautiful man <laughs> oh yeah he's got good hair and everything wow. yeah um and they got him out here if you go out in the hallway here at the blaze they got his show on loop or out there i'm like this is like dave rubin week <laughs> Here at the Blaze, everywhere you go out here, Dave's mug is out there on a deal. But it's a beautiful uh, man, as I said. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. Um, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Uh, play that clip of those engineers outside of Twitter. <laughs> the future of celebrity conservatorship, like uh, would I mean, Britney happen? Michelle Obama wouldn't have happened. Elon Musk, on Twitter. I don't Elon know, Musk right? used to be Twitter. a town square. You know, Obama in 2008 wouldn't have happened. How, who laid you off? Without uh, my like an Elon Musk on Twitter. Twitter. You need yeah, free speech is uh, when yeah. a public company. Data engineering. You know, a public owns dogs. <laughs> um, not like one guy owning a company. You know. But. Um, I'm a data I mean, We've been having a lot of I even own a Tesla, man. Like, and, uh, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of like clean energy, climate change. Habib there was having a hard time. Uh, he was. It's he not was, his name. No, it wasn't. It's Varjar. No, it's Rahul Ligma. But Ligma, Varjar. I wasn't trying to come up with his real name. That wasn't his real name. It was a fake one. I know. 
Ligama. Uh-huh. Gabals. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Ligama balls. Uh-huh. Uh, the, uh, he was panicked there a little bit. These guys really tore up. He's like, this would never happen under Obama. Why is he holding a picture of Michelle? It was a... Because it was... Oh, was that the book? Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't see the man hand, so this I couldn't... This was all a prank. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what that was? That was a, this was a prank. Yeah. These were two men who went out there with boxes. And they pranked the entire media. And tried to pretend like they were oh. engineers. Yeah. And then at the end of... There's another um, part where... One of the guys says, I have to get home to my husband and wife. <laughs> and then just so leaves. this is the Pakistani version of Alex Stein. Yes. I was pranked myself. So that's why he said his name was Rahul Ligma. Oh. Uh-huh. See there? I thought like that was a real deal. They were so good. I don't keep up with stuff. Yeah. You know, I go into my trailer. Well, the problem with that was that you had some MSNBC journalist go out there and you know there were men standing out there and she just interviewed them and just completely ran with it rather than vetting the story at all to determine whether or not these were real you know Twitter jeffrey, jeffrey schellenberger was on glenn this week and, and he was talking about lazy journalism he yeah. said that's what we're up against they go to twitter and they start getting these stories and they think that that's it's not you haven't verified this you haven't knocked right. on doors you haven't researched to verify your sources you know my favorite um my favorite story that has to do with that are all of the COVID ones that went around where um, they were like, it was a Republican who didn't take the vaccine and they died in the hospital from COVID and their last words were, I wish I had taken the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> like that never, that didn't happen. Uh, that sure never didn't. happened. You just made it up. That's like Eric Swalwell having the most insightful child yes. ever. My son said to me, yeah. six years old, Daddy, why is this happening? Daddy, why is this happening? Like, yeah. no, he didn't. No, Either didn't. he didn't and you're lying or you're a horrible parent for exposing him to this. No kidding. <laughs> election night is just around the corner and the stakes have never been higher for the midterm several races across the country have gotten very interesting the past couple of weeks will republicans be able to win a senate seat in washington state of all places is kathy hochel really in trouble in new york will voters punish gretchen whitmer for her covid lockdown insanity and finally give her the boot there's a lot to cover this election cycle and we've got you covered stuber gear that's right stuber gear i love it. they even put the pronunciation of Stu's last name right here in the read <laughs> who kind of serves he kind of serves as blaze media's uh resident cephologist. Uh, it's a fancy word that means someone who studies elections. He's a smart dude. He put together a comprehensive guide to let you know exactly what you need to look out for on election night. Head over to theblaze.com, theblaze.com slash election guide to receive a free copy of Blaze Media's ultimate guide to the midterms delivered straight to your inbox. Again, that's theblaze.com slash election guide. We'll be sending you everything you need to know to be ready for the big election night. We'll be right back. Boy, howdy. You know, I, I know that the thing to do is to be like you and go out and get this video footage of mm -hmm. and be like Taylor Hansen, be like Alex Stein. Mm -hmm. I don't have the energy. Hmm. I used to do those things. Well, I just, we don't just have, I just don't have the energy. Talk yesterday about microdosing. <laughs> <laughs> Does that help at all? Uh, but I've got some surprises in store for you coming up. 
I do have some stuff. Get them to give you whatever uh, whatever they're pumping Joe full of. Yeah. We'll give you some energy. The, it, the deal there is you used to be able to go out, because I, I used to do man-on-the-street interviews, mm-hmm. you know, for another show I used to do. And it, it, it's, there's a lot of work that goes into that. There's a lot of emotional energy that goes mm-hmm. into that and, mm-hmm. and just preparing for it. Here's why I say that. People are intellectually dishonest now. You can't go out and have an honest conversation. Correct. And, a con- and an honest debate. So so you're beating your head against the wall and you're making video just to expose how stupid people react, right? People are going to scream in your face and get up, you know, get up against you and all this kind of stuff and yell at you. And like the guy who went to the Beto rally the other day. And mm-hmm. now, I, you know, I don't agree with the tactic of just walking up with a microphone and over talking a guy who's on a platform right there. But you know, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I know you are, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just not like I think there's a time and place for a lot of different things. But I mean, they they got pretty physical with that cat. They always do every time. Beto supporters cannot stop assaulting people when they don't like something yeah. that they've said. They did it to me. They do it to Alex Rosen all the time. They've done it to Alex Stein. They do it to anyone who comes up, and not a physical threat. But see, I'm not the guy that is good with people putting their hands on me. Yeah, yeah. Well. I... <clears throat> I mean, I don't want you in jail. So I drink tequila. That's, that's good. I drink tequila. <laughs> Latinx. I, you know, it's funny. I um talking about having to have like the mental energy to yeah. to deal with that. Even when I go and tape that drag stuff undercover when there are kids there, you know, there's this one account that's been stalking me hardcore. And their main thing is like, oh, look, I have another video of another angle and you're smiling while you record. I'm like, yes, it's called acting. Yeah. I felt horrible. It was disgusting. It took yeah. so much out of me to pretend like I was having fun on the outside and see this poor child having to witness this on the inside. It's part of why I'm good at my job. Like, mm. thank you for exposing that. I, I don't know what they, they think that they're doing. It's like, it's we play the role we yeah. have to play. And to you're get sitting the there with a big old gotcha moment. Like, I gotcha. Yeah, I'm like, this is all part of like why we're going in here to expose this. We yeah. like you have to blend in. That's part of it. It's true. It is true. I'm uh, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of what all you guys are doing. Appreciate I it. I really am. Hey, real quick on that, let's play that Kathy Hochul co- clip. If you got it pulled up right there. Yeah. These are master manipulators. They have this conspiracy going all across America to try and convince people that in democratic states they're not as safe. Well, guess what? They're also not only election deniers, they're data deniers. The data shows that shootings and murders are down in our state by 15%, even in New York City, down 20% on Long Island where Lee Zeldin comes from. Well, that's interesting because just on Monday night, mm. uh, Grammy-nominated uh, 28-year-old R&B artist uh, got shot and killed out on the street mm. outside of a party right mm. there in downtown Houston, mm. outside of a restaurant. They're also manipulating, I mean, she's manipulating the data in New York specifically because she's talking about uh, violent crime, but she's not talking about all of the other crimes that are way up yeah. in 2022. She's just, she's like cherry picking the data that she thinks well, she can they use. Lie. I mean, they lie. They change again. Like people you know, are pushing each other in front of subway trains in New York City. I mean, New it's a Mark City. Twain's, you know, statistics things, you know, you got statistic, you know, damn statistics and lies. Isn't it so funny that they think that they can convince you, don't believe your lion eyes, believe what we're telling you, because yeah. she's talking to New York voters there. Yeah. Like, does she think that they don't understand that carjackings are up? Like all of these, you know, assault is up. All of these things are up. She thinks they're not going to realize that. Yeah. And, and God forbid you own a bodega, you know. <laughs> right. And a bodega. A bodega. 
you know, and a guy comes in there to rob you and yeah. starts committing acts of violence in there, and you then you get arrested right. for defending yourself, you exactly, know, and your property. That's New York. It's it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's these places, these cities have become it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And again, every one of them liberal run. You guys, all these folks that that whatever you know these. Self-proclaimed elitists that live in these big cities that continue to vote Democrat. Y'all need to go downtown. I mean, like y'all right. really need to get downtown. Right. You know, y'all pull up, y'all valet park, y'all walk right in the restaurant or the hotel, then you come right back out. Your car's waiting on you. Y'all need to visit some places. Actually, I would also encourage the uh, the the people who live downtown to just go visit the elites. <laughs> I think that could also yeah, happen. You guys downtown. I mean, y'all head up there. Take your cardboard box. They're yeah. light. Yeah. And just roll up in there. I mean, I was in Seattle last week, and I'm driving through there, and I'm looking at some of these places, and I'm like, this is horrible. Like, this is just horrible. And it's been that way for years. Mm-hmm. It's been that way for years. And we just excuse it. We just step over it. And the Democrats keep voting for the same policies that have created the problem. Yep. So you got drug use rampant. You got open borders that are going to continue that uh, that epidemic. You're going to have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people that can't afford anything. I mean, the inflation's going through the roof, and you know, and they're just going to stick their head in the sand and keep putting stuff out there and say, "Yeah, you you guys just aren't paying attention to the way way we see it." Right. You know, your eyes are deceiving you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll see if that works out for them. Well, God, here comes Tuesday. Uh, it seems like social media has been a main topic of conversation these days. Elon's got Twitter. Uh, Kanye West now has a parlor. There's Truth. What's Donald Trump going to do with that? Get her and a whole bunch of other stories out there. Uh, I noticed something really interesting, though. Most of the new platforms, they're just Twitter knockoffs, and they're being funded by money, you know, like places from China. And uh, But there's a new one that you may not have heard of. I'm starting to – my little notifications are going off. More people are following me on it it's uh, the true patriot network tpn for short and uh tpn's fully founded and funded within the u.s uh they own their own private servers so they don't sell your data or use bots to grow their followers plus they support american values they're not interested in canceling anybody's opinions uh it's not just straight up politics stuff it's it's good fun social media the way it's intended to be they're supporting uh you know faith communities political influencers uh family fun you put anything you want on there so i'm not telling you to give up your facebook or youtube or twitter but it's time to start supporting american-owned social media companies uh let's help true patriot network blow up come on folks go to www.gettpn.com slash chad that's tpn uh i'm sorry www.gettpn.com slash chad that's a long one www.gettpn.com gettpn.com slash chat download the app uh do it right now folks and uh feel free to post about me while you're there we'll be right back (laughs) all right hello there you're always like on your phone I'm to the working, last I'm, I'm possible second. I'm saving the planet. I am. I'm saving the union. One email at a time. Yeah. By seceding from it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, watchchad.com. Come see me. If you're in the uh, anywhere in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, if you're in a 100 mile radius, drive. Drive. Gas prices are fine. Just drive. Just, just come on. We're going to be there Friday and Saturday night. ShopSarahG.com. Check her out. Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. Don't forget, subscribe so you can check out. Overtime tomorrow, blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. We love you. God bless you. Bye.